Welcome to I Bet, where we have solution-based conversation about everything dealing with life. We come from a wellness perspective where we keep an open mind to all sides, but we recognize we won't get anywhere unless we find solutions. We are here to laugh, cry, reflect, and grow. So join in the conversation. Curiosity is welcome, understanding is mandatory, and bravery is always key. Hello and welcome to I Bet, where we have solution-based conversation about, well, everything. I am Janessa Siegel, your local financial counselor, financial healer, and today is a very impromptu reflecting um, episode. So a lot has been going on in the world as usual, but a lot has been going on personally for me, a lot of great things. And so I've been reflecting a lot and just thinking about how the past couple of years have shaped me as a person and what I've learned about myself. And so I started thinking about the wilderness season. And um, so I decided to make this episode talking about the wilderness season and how, what to do in those moments and how to navigate through those moments and recognizing that it's a it's called a season for a reason because seasons don't last forever so um yeah I just wanted to to talk about that so what got me thinking about the wilderness season was um me getting ready to uh step into a new phase in my life and reflecting back on this phase um just started thinking about what my life looked like when I moved and where I was in terms of my career education all of that and I remember thinking how there were times where it just felt like no matter how hard I tried things just weren't working out the way I wanted them to like they weren't um, getting the results that I wanted. They weren't um, creating the profit that I wanted because when I started my business, I really thought that um, certain connections that I had that they were going to pan out and be pretty profitable clients. But COVID happened and so many things. It, it was just like a lot that happened. And so I was just like, man, like, why, why just am I am I that bad at these things or (laughs) do I just not know anything and I really had to think about all the growth that I've had over this time and I realized that sometimes we have to go through moments where it really does feel like nothing is working because those moments are showing us um, how to be resilient. They're also showing us how smart we really are. They're showing us how resourceful we are. And they're showing us areas where we need to grow and learn. And so in thinking about that, I realized just how much I have learned about myself, how much I've learned about life in general, Um, and how much I've learned about what it means to be an entrepreneur and what it means to be self-motivated. 
And so to give you a little background of what I mean, <clears throat> so I moved to this area um, in 2016, so a year after I graduated from graduate school. And when I moved here, I had already had in my mind that I wanted to go back to school. So, you know, enjoyed not being in school for a little bit, but then started the process of getting back to school. And that was in 2018. Around that time, I was also in the process of just trying to grow spiritually and, you know, grow a closer relationship with God. So 2018 starts, I start a PhD program, you know, I get through it pretty well. And then 2019 hits. So (laughs) I call 2019 like the year that everything just started crashing and burning for me. Um, So that was the year that I started therapy. So I had to start a lot of uh, self-reflection and internal healing from that um, and learning a lot about myself that I didn't realize I hid from myself and so started therapy I started that around March yep around March um, around that time found out some like very scary stuff with um, a loved one and so you know going through those moments with someone that you care about Uh, can be scary for yourself and then right after that happened my car caught on fire as I was driving back home from visiting my uh, my friend my best friend and um so that was pretty like (laughs) I downplayed it when it actually happened because in my mind I was like oh well I didn't get hurt so I'm good but that moment in time really caused a um it it actually was like a uh, what is it called when something like flips flip flicks flips (laughs) I cannot talk flips a switch or whatever it's referred to but basically that caused me to kind of spiral uh with my mental health and um I went into, and I know people tend to use the word depression pretty lightly. They use it a lot, but I really did seek into a pretty, pretty deep depression. Um, had actually a mental breakdown <laughs> right before a summer intensive for the PhD program that I was in. So um, was going through a lot of that and still trying to grow spiritually and like figuring out like, why is all this stuff happening? Like, what? And, uh, I remember thinking like, I want to know what it feels like to truly hear the voice of God. So I started doing things to, again, grow spiritually, but not just like from a religious standpoint, like to have an authentic relationship. And I felt like God was telling me to step away from a lot of stuff. So... Um, I step feel like God told me to step away from my PhD program. Uh, told me to step away from praise team, and told me to step away from something else that was very, very, very important, very important to me. And um, and so I did. And at the time, it was very um. I I second guessed what I heard, but I still did it. 
and I'm very glad that I followed what I heard. Um, but I second guessed it because I wasn't confident in my intuition. I wasn't confident in myself. And when you hear um, other people whom you may look up to or other people that um, you viewed as having a closer relationship with God, um, when they say something that contradicts what you heard, you really start second guessing yourself. And so I was going through all of that um, at the time. And I remember feeling like I had to get to a point of releasing control because I really liked or not liked. I felt like I had to know the outcome of everything. And because I had to know the outcome of everything, I was constantly obsessing, obsessing over every single option of every single decision throughout the day. Yes, it was very exhausting. And I just remember as I was driving back home after um, seeing the cohort that I was with, seeing them for the last time of the semester after I stepped away, um, I just remember just praying and I was crying and I was like, God, I released the fear of losing a parent. And I felt like I had to say that. I had to say that out loud because that was a huge, 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 huge fear of mine. And so that was in September of 2019. So I realized why God told me to step away from all those things because all of those obligations took up a lot of my time, a lot of time that I was able to spend with my mother. Why is that important? Because on December 23rd, 2019, my mother got in a car accident and transitioned. And what, three months before that? September, October, November, December. Four months before that is when I prayed that prayer out loud. So imagine the internal turmoil that I had when that happened. I also had a dream a month before she transitioned and I was like, Y'all, God, please, please protect my mom. Please don't let nothing happen to her. And then that happened. And so I say that to say, like, 2019 was, like, the year that I feel, what is the word, really started that wilderness season for me. Because all of that stuff ended up forcing me to find ways to take care of myself it ended up forcing me to find ways to heal um it forced me to um speak up and come to realizations about myself about um those around me and how um I just viewed life in general it it forced me to come to a huge realization about my own spiritual beliefs and life and I, I would not have gotten to, or I would not have um, gone through those um, growth moments had this wilderness not happened. Now, am I saying that um, that I, I wished my mom would have gotten a car accident so that I could be a better person. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm just telling y'all my story to just say like, 
we all have those moments in our lives that are like soul crushing realistically like devastating and the only reason why you are get like walking through the next day is because you're just like I'm just gonna exist like <laughs> there's there's some things that happen to us where we're not concerned about our purpose. We're not concerned about being a good person. Like we're just literally trying to get through the next second without having a breakdown or without crying or without feeling pain. Like we go through those seasons and they are so hard, but, 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 but they do not last. And grief is something that never goes away. It's something you grow through. Um, but those devastating moments and times, they don't last. And I just feel like I just need to say that right now because there's a lot of people in their wilderness season right now. Like, literally feels like <laughs> my friends who know how I feel about the word literally they're gonna laugh at the fact that I said that but um there are many of us that feel as if it does not matter what we try it does not matter what we do nothing is gonna change because every single thing you have done everything you've done has not turned out the way you wanted it or it has not turned out good at all but I would challenge you to, as hard as it might be, and you don't have to spend a lot of time. This could just be maybe one minute. I challenge you to think back and think about what you know now as a result of what you experienced. Think about certain things that you've grown to do or certain things you've healed through it could legit be you're at work and someone bumps into you and normally if someone bumps into you you better pop off and this time they bumped into you instead of you popping off you just like excuse you like what that's a win <laughs> there could have been something you went through to help you get to that or Let's just say, you know, you tried a new project and the the final result wasn't what you wanted, but you actually finished the project where normally your follow through is terrible or you had homework due and you ended up um, instead of doing your homework the day before it's due. You started it three days before it's due. All of that is progress. All of that is pushing you towards something better and something greater. And as cliche as it is, and this is not to, um, what's the word? This is not to overshadow what you're going through because I don't ever want people to feel like they shouldn't feel what they feel. You should. Like you should process what you are feeling because in processing that 
it also teaches you and shows you how to possibly handle a situation similar to that in the future or how to help someone else through a similar situation like that. So yes, definitely process, absolutely process what you are feeling because what you are feeling is valid and what you are feeling is correct for you. Um, but I, I would also say like in the process of processing all of that, um, try to think about what you have grown to do or even gained. I know that part sounds weird, but we all gained something from our experiences. Sometimes those things may seem negative, but even with those negative things, let them teach us something that can help us be better in a future situation. The key in all of this and what is so important in all of this is keep going like just don't stop even if you don't know what the destination is even if your movement is like a half a centimeter you still moved so keep going keep pushing keep digging keep fighting keep learning keep going because it is going to get better. It is going to change. Your situation will change. It is not going to stay the same. You are not going to be in the same situation. You're not going to be the same person. You're literally not the same person. I keep saying literally, but you're not. Like the person I am today is not the same person I was in 2019. Like, this time in 2019, my mom was still there, right? Like, I'm I'm not the same person, but I am. I'm able to see how much of an amazing person I am right now because of the things I was able to get through, and I did not get through these times by myself. So that's another important thing, like community is so important. I know we have introverts. I know COVID, um, COVID made many of us want to be isolated. COVID made many of us want to stay away from people. And then you have all these crazy individuals who just want to hate someone for the sake of hating someone, or they want to discriminate against someone, or they want to oppress someone. Like, I understand not wanting to be around people. I understand not wanting to build community. It's hard for people to open up their hearts, and so everyone is hard in their hearts. But if you are able to find that community, if you're able to find people who just let you be, that that will get you through those moments where you feel like you cannot go any further. That holds you up and pushes you through when you're like, I legit cannot stand. I have no energy. That's what those people are for. And lean on them. Don't be prideful. Ask for help. <laughs> One of the hardest things I had to do was ask my friends for help. But my friends are like my, my friends are my family. And to, to be able to have individuals that are there for you no matter what that is such a blessing and and I 
pray that many of you, that all of you who are listening to this, that you are able to find that community that allows you to be seen, that allows you to feel empowered, that allows you to grow, that allows you to just be, to not have to try. Like you don't have to mask. You don't have to hide. You don't have to pretend. They just allow you to be you. I pray that every single person listening to this is able to find that because every single person deserves that. The saying that we used to hear, it takes a village, that that wasn't just a, you know, a phrase. Like it, it legit took a village. That's why it's so hard for so many people, so many single parents, especially uh, single mothers, and this isn't to um, overshadow single fathers, non-binary individuals, um, but those who tend to carry the child tend to be the ones that are automatically given a large responsibility with the kid. So that is why I did single them out. But um, a single parent in general, it is extremely hard to raise a child. And that is because a lot of our communities were collectivist communities. Like it wasn't just your family, your family, your family. No, it was whole communities. Everybody ate together. Everybody raised their kids together. In my black household, (laughs) like if you grew up in a neighborhood near people that you went to church with or, um, you know, was really close with your parents, like if you got in trouble, they, they would punish you. And then when you got home, you get punished too. Now, we could talk about corporal punishment and how things have changed, praise God. But the the fact of the matter is um, there was community, like, and that, the type of community that I saw what and, and my parents saw was nowhere near the community's pre-colonization and pre-racism and all of that. Like, these community, everyone... Everyone was together. If you look at the places in the world that have the oldest living people in the world, they're all collectivist cultures. They they live together. They eat together. They have generations in the households. Like they feed each other. the The competition is like for what? Like what is competition? Why Why am I trying to make sure you don't have enough money to eat? It don't make sense. Like. Those cultures have people, have the most, uh, what are they called, centurion? Basically the most amount of people that live that are older than 100. Those communities have them. And so I say all that to say I just, I really pray that all of you can find that village and that community to create your family and to create your safe haven and your sanctuary and that you are all able to contribute to each other's growth a positive growth and that more and more people are able to realize that when each of us can help each other we're all winning like I think of um cycles of say the economy or bartering systems like If I do something or contribute to your business, that helps you, which then gives you the resources to help me and contribute to my business. 
which then allows us to do the same thing with others. And so it's it's a it's a give and take. <coughs> it's not excuse me, here's that cough. It's not um, a competition. And so I know that was kind of a tangent, but I just wanted to just talk about pushing through that wilderness season. So <coughs> since this is solution based conversation, let's talk about ways to find solutions to get through the wilderness. So for each and every one of us, there is a natural way that we can navigate. Ooh, I hit the mic. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, low. <clears throat> Congestion. Um, there's a natural way that we can process conflict. Um, many of us don't know that about ourselves. So what I would say is figure out what is that thing that you just naturally go to to help you breathe. An example of that would be music. Does music help you calm down? Does it help you get away? Does it help you process art? Rather that's drawing, painting, coloring, um, finding scraps and putting them together writing, writing in a journal, writing on your uh, computer, going for a walk, going to the gym, stretching. Um, Some people just need to cry. Some people need to yell. Some people um, feel like they have to physically get the aggression out. So they like to do uh, like hitting a punching bag or something like that. You know, we definitely want to find safe ways (laughs) for you to process safe ways but um figure out what is it that helps you with that for those of you who may have a habit that um you feel is unhealthy rather it's like overeating or um overspending or over obsessing like you're 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 so anxious you're constantly thinking about it and trying to plan every scenario hello me um with those situations try to find something that allows you to transfer that energy so what i mean by that is if overspending or shopping or impulse buying is something that you do because of stress figure out what is it about the process of buying what is it about um shopping that helps you relieve stress is it the fact that you feel in control because you have money that you can spend is it it gives you an outlet of creativity because you can put different items together with clothes or um you can decorate your house or is it you you just feel like you deserve a treat And that is how you treat yourself. Like, what is it about that process that helps you feel, that makes you feel better or helps you calm down? Once you're able to figure that out, then let's find some healthier outlets for that. So going back to the control aspect, if 
Shopping helps you feel more in control and you're needing to find something that makes you feel in control. Then you could do something like uh, building. You know, when, when you're building something, you are in control of the tools. You're in control of what you make. You're in control of the environment that you're in. So you could... You know, if you have a garage, do something in your garage. Or if you don't have a garage, there's places around the country that are starting to do craft bars. So literal crafts, you go up, you find a craft and you make it like that can possibly give you the sense of control because everything you're doing, you are deciding what you want to do, but you're doing it in a controlled way to where you're not spending so much money or um taking away from resources that could be used for something else so definitely figure out what is it about those things that helps you feel better and then find something to transfer that energy toward another thing that can help you get through those wilderness moments is Finding the little joys, finding those small moments that can still make you happy. If you listen to one of my previous episodes, I talked about curating your timeline and that's one of those ways you can. Sometimes what's going on in your immediate environment, like the people immediately around you, it can be a lot. And what many of us use social media for is escaping some of our realities. So if you are going to escape your reality, why not escape to something that can give you positive imagery? Why not escape to something that can remind you of something you're working toward or give you those moments of encouragement? So that is a tool that you can use to find those little moments of joy. Something that I had start started doing, um, I would say when COVID started, was I, I love being outside. I love natural natural sunlight, um, like big windows give me the sun. I want to see the birds. If if I could make it to where the wind could blow through, like I love it all. I, if I could work outside and not be terribly hot, I'm doing it. So. Around COVID, yeah, when COVID was happening and, you know, we were all working from home, I started setting up my office outside. And I absolutely loved doing that because it gave me that fresh air, especially because outside was shut down, basically. Um, But it also just allowed me to be more in touch with nature and just see beautiful things that I never paid attention to. So after that, I started um, basically making it a point to go outside majority of the days. Like when it was cold, (laughs) no, get somebody else to do it. But um, when it wasn't cold, I was outside. Then once I moved and uh, we got a backyard, I made it a point to go outside every day. Like, even when it was snow, I still went outside. (laughs) That was weird how I just said snow. 
but it was because I was about to cough. But even when it was snow outside, when it was cold, I still went outside. And it was because that started to become the daily ritual for me to allow me to center myself, to ground myself, to pray, to meditate. (coughs) I apologize, y'all. My goodness. But to also um, find those moments of peace and of beauty. I have seen so many different birds (laughs) from just sitting outside and looking at the trees and watching the animals interact. Like, I absolutely love it. And days when that were really, really hard for me, like very, very difficult for me, going outside and just being in nature, feeling the breeze, um, listening to the wind and seeing the trees and the birds chirping and everything, it it would legitimately revive me. And so I say that to say for you all, find those small joys that can help you just get through those different moments. Find those small luxuries. Like luxury does not have to be something that's overly expensive. It doesn't have to be something that's overly extravagant a luxury could legit be once a week you go to the ice cream shop to get your favorite ice cream or some of my luxuries are going to be centered around food because I love food (laughs) but it could be like there is this one chocolate that I absolutely love it's this milk chocolate hazelnut um chocolate and it's expensive I'm not even gonna lie like one chocolate bar it's not cheap But I still get it because that's my mini luxury for myself and I just keep it out. I usually buy three at a time and I'll keep it in the house and they'll last me for like months. And um, whenever I have those moments where I'm like, hmm, I feel like eating something sweet or I feel like treating myself. I'll just go break off some of the pieces and eat some chocolate, like little luxuries or even something like when you get off work. Start thinking about one thing you could do to um, make after work fun. Rather that's just drinking a glass of wine or finding a sitcom where you want to watch an episode or, you know, if, if you like doing activities and stuff, find some stuff throughout your city that you can do. Like even in our wilderness moments, we can still find those little joys like even though the, these past couple years have been the hardest years of my life to date, I still have had some amazing moments. And it is possible, but you have to you have to to allow yourself to grow through those moments of I just don't want to do anything and and push yourself to just, even if it is like you brushed your teeth today, you did something. If you normally don't, if, if you are someone where your hygiene is something you struggle with, that's a reality for a lot of people. So if there are people who's like, oh, who ain't cleaning? That is a real reality for a lot of adults who struggle with the routine of taking a shower every day and 
uh, brushing your teeth and stuff. That is a struggle for some. So for even for those of you who like are just like, I really want to be that person that does this every day. But you just it's it's hard for you to do it, especially when you're overwhelmed and you're going through all this other stuff and you're in that wilderness moment. But you brush your teeth today. I'm proud of you. Keep going. If you forget tomorrow, you can do it the next day. Or you are someone who is like always on the go, always on the go, always on the go, but you never get a time, get time to yourself and you have a hard time saying no, but you feel like you have to do all this and you have to overachieve because everyone depends on you. But if you want to take the time to take care of yourself, then you're worried that people are like, well, what are they going through? Ooh, they slack and I knew I couldn't depend on them. And you got all of this that you're worried about. And someone asks you to do something and you tell them, actually, I'm not going to be able to. What? Look at you. You just told them no. Be proud of yourself. It takes time. It takes steps to get to those rituals of or that that uh, routine of um you know, doing that thing every day that helps you relieve stress or doing that exercise or taking the shower and brushing your teeth. It takes a while to get there, but as long as you keep going and as long as you take those steps, baby steps eventually add up to one big step. And we used to celebrate our kids and our, we used to be celebrated when we took baby steps. But once we got older and became adults, We said baby steps aren't relevant anymore, but they still are. So celebrate the small wins, find the small luxuries in life, find things that can push you through, curate your timeline, curate your reality. Like if you only have one room in a house, decorate that room to look exactly how you want it to help you feel exactly how you want to feel. Do what you can control. Look at the things you can control and find ways to help you get through those wilderness moments. And as you are getting through those wilderness moments, start journaling, start reflecting, start writing these times down. Because I promise you, if you write these times down, when you look back on it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, look at where I've come from and look at what I've learned. I know everyone doesn't want to journal. Do a voice memo. If you like doing videos, record yourself. Like, document it for yourself. Not for other people, but for yourself. And when you get to that point, when you're out of the wilderness, look back at that and tell your past self, thank you for getting you to where you are today. So I hope this was helpful for you all. And I really hope that, you know, this just allowed you to get to know more of me. Um, if you all ever need to talk or have any questions, feel free to contact me. Uh, we are doing our let's talk sessions where for $50 a month, uh, you can attend our sessions where we talk about all things, financial wellness, talk about, um, 
holistic wellness, all things. Um, they are small group sessions and you all do get tools that you take with yourself and use throughout the months. If you do sign up, you do have to commit for three months because one month you're not going to learn nothing. Two months is okay, but three months, that's really when you start creating habits. So if you do have any questions, feel free to contact me. You can email me at Janessa at MyWealthyWellness.com. Always remember, consistency is key and change takes time. Stay smart, stay healthy, and stay financially well. Bye. Join in the conversation. If you would like to give input on what was discussed today, ask questions, bring up a topic, or schedule an appointment with Janessa, let us know. Send us an email at Janessa at MyWealthyWellness.com.